This is the download from Sounds Profitable, the most important news from this week and why it matters to people in the business of podcasting. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Ariel Nissenlab. This week, TikTok spotted scraping podcast feeds, YouTube launches audio ads and host-read ad service, internet radio platform Live 365 to distribute through TuneIn On Air, the spoken word audio report debuts this week, and DigiDay research shows that publishers are warming more to programmatic. Let's get started. TikTok is coming to podcasting, or at least it looks to be that way from the breadcrumb trail of hints the company has left behind over the past year. Most recently, in Monday's edition of Pod News, James Cridlin reported podcast hosting company Audio Means has spotted a quote-unquote new bot that is scraping our feeds starting October 11th. The host also provided Pod News with details about the bot scraping their feeds that ties it back to TikTok. Back in May, the social media giant registered a trademark for a new service titled TikTok Music, which happened to include a provision for podcast content. For their backstale in the last week of December 2021, all TikTok users got a notification prompting them to take the TikTok Podcast Experience Survey that collected listener-focused data as well as audience metrics if the person filling it out identified as a producer. With questions like, if TikTok is going to launch a podcast feature, which of the following do you think will lead to a positive podcasting experience? It's no surprise we're seeing signs they're building something podcasting-related almost a year later. This Monday, YouTube announced a launch of audio-only ads, including ways to allow advertisers to specifically target podcasts, music, and those using connected TVs. This feature was beta tested in 2020, but has now gone live globally. Sheila Dang covered the announcer for Reuters. Quote, the streaming video platform said it will expand audio advertising globally to allow brands to market to people who use YouTube to listen to music or podcasts, end quote. It should be noted as of this writing, the YouTube podcast homepage is still unavailable outside of the U.S., though the announcement of global audio ads suggests that this will change soon. Then on Tuesday, Marketing Brew's Alyssa Myers covered further development on the story as YouTube brought host-read ads into the mix. Quote, YouTube Brand Connect, its branded content platform that connects creators with advertisers, is piloting a program that offers video ads read by podcasters, signaling YouTube's continued interest in expanding its footprint into the podcast world, end quote. The Brand Connect system will allow brands testing the program to opt into 60 or 90 second host-read ad segments that exclusively appear on the YouTube version of the podcast. The spots will either include video of the host reading the copy or a custom title card with audio overlay. Brand Connect Managing Director Lori Sobel mentioned skincare company Neutrogena has implemented the tool to run a campaign on the Financial Confessions podcast. In the future, Brand Connect has intentions of using audience insight to pair brands with creators. Last Wednesday, Soundstack's Live 365 platform announced a distribution agreement with TuneIn. Broadcasters on Live 365 Premium subscriptions now have access to the TuneIn On Air, opening up access to the platform's 30 million U.S.-based people using the TuneIn mobile app on over 200 connected devices, including integrations with automotive systems by Tesla and Volvo. 
A quote from TuneIn CEO Richard Stern says, This partnership with Live 365 fits perfectly within our mission to reinvent radio for a connected world and democratize access to radio for broadcasters large and small. We believe great conversations are driven by the power of the human voice, and we know our listeners rely on us to stay connected to the issues that matter to them most via our content catalog. We're thrilled to help more broadcasters reach TuneIn's expansive audience. End quote. This partnership comes at a time when traditional radio listenership is dropping. Last month, Tom Webster, in an article for Sounds Profitable, wrote about the most recent Edison Research share of ear study. In recent years, there has been a slow decline in Americans 13 and up listening to audio on AM-FM radios, while listening time on mobile devices has grown in almost direct correlation. Quoting Tom, I am certainly not the only person to write about this, but radio has as much of a hardware problem as it does a software issue. Other than your car, it is getting much harder to even buy a broadcast radio receiver. Some mobile phones do offer radio tuners, but Apple has famously rebuffed all attempts by radio lobbyists to include one in the iPhone. And so, as you might guess, AM-FM's share of ear on mobile devices is comparatively quite small. Indeed, in fact, today that share is markedly smaller than the share allocated to podcast listening on mobile devices. End quote. Bringing radio to those mobile devices eliminates the issue of limited access to hardware. TuneIn is a standout example of a service modernizing the radio listening experience and making it accessible for mobile devices. Thanks to the roster of connected devices, including automotive systems like Tesla and Volvo, their version of portable radio even can take over one of the last bastions of AM-FM hardware. Mark your calendars. NPR and Edison Research are set to release the 2022 version of the Spoken Word Audio Report on October 27th. The study will explore, quote, specific types of spoken word content, various spoken word platforms, and devices used to consume spoken word content. With young people in the U.S. listening to spoken word audio more than ever, this year's study includes a special focus on Gen Z consumption, end quote. Vice President of Edison Research, Megan Lazovic, and Lamar Johnson, VP of Sponsorship Marketing at National Public Media, will present the study via webinar at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Registration for the event is live and a link is available on the Edison Research blog post announcing the event. The tide appears to be shifting more in favor of programmatic advertising. This Monday, Digiday Deputy Managing Editor Julia Tabiz covered a survey of 200 publisher professionals conducted by Digiday Plus Research over the first and third quarters of 2022. Their findings show a growing difference between money made from direct sold ads and programmatic. Quote, While programmatic ads still make up a smaller portion of publishers' revenues on the whole than direct sold ads, publishers see potential in programmatic. Digiday survey found, which could affect how publishers prioritize their businesses through the end of this year and into the next. For instance, the percentage of publishers who said they will put a large or very large focus on building the programmatic part of their business in the next six months has risen from fewer than a third, or 32%, in Q1 to 43% in Q3. 
end quote. The survey found the percentage of publishers who self-identified as getting a large or very large portion of their ad revenue from direct sold ads fell from 59% in Q1 to 45% in Q3. On the flip side, publishers who got a large portion of ad revenue from programmatic ads only shrank from 32% to 30% from Q1 to Q2. Quoting the article again, Digging a bit deeper into how publishers manage the programmatic ads business, it turns out that the open market is the biggest source of publishers' programmatic revenue. And it's growing. End quote. Longtime listeners of The Download have heard this before. Programmatic isn't a dirty word and an excellent tool when used properly. And we love to see wider industries embracing it. Finally, it's time for our semi-regular roundup of articles we're calling quick hits. These are articles that didn't quite make the cut for today's episode, but are still worth including in your weekend reading. This week, Five Reasons Brands Should Not Sleep on Co-Listening by Melissa Paris for SXM Media. SiriusXM, in collaboration with Carrot and Edison Research, has published their second co-listening report as a follow-up to their 2018 study on co-listening. Announcing Independent Attribution by Amelia Coomber for Podscribe. Podscribe has launched their independent third-party attribution pixel for podcast advertising. The same people who listen to podcasts also stream CTV by Allison Schiff for Ad Exchanger. Schiff covers the similarities podcast listeners share with connected TV audiences, including data from ACAST, The Trade Desk, and Nielsen. And that was the download brought to you by Sounds Profitable. Today's episode was built using Spooler and hosted on Triton Digital's Omni Studio. Find out more at Spooler.fm and Omnistudio.com. I know we went through today's stories fast, so be sure to check out the links to every article mentioned. Write in your podcast listening app or on SoundsProfitable.com slash the download. And thank you for sticking with us as we bring you the top stories you might have missed from the past week. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Ariel Nissenblatt. Our producers are Brian Barletta, Gavin Gaddis, and Tom Webster. Special thanks to Omni Studio for hosting the download. And thanks to you for joining us. Robot? Download complete. <laughs>